SFFEL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams. I am recording on September 21st, and today I'm going back to school yet again. Um, I did this topic a while back, but I think it's worth repeating because I know school started a little while ago for a lot of people, which is shocking to me because it always feels too early. Uh, But of course, I'm I'm in the mindset of back to school because it's starting to feel more and more like fall. And so I wanted to talk about some SFF set in schools, or at least partly and in some way. I'll get into that more in a moment. But first, I wanted to tell you about a new publication by us, Book Riot, It's called The Deep Dive, and this is where our editorial team writes for casual and power readers alike. Uh, We produce weekly stories that inform and inspire readers. These stories are drawn from our collective experience as power readers, teachers, librarians, booksellers, bookish professionals. We've done a lot of things over here, and we have a lot to say about bookish stuff. So we're pooling our knowledge and we're writing some stuff for readers who love to learn. And a sampling of recent stories for free subscribers have included a brief history of chain letters, a behind-the-scenes look at being Book Riot's managing editor, and the anatomy of an Obama summer reading list. And also, there is an option to become a paid subscriber, and as a paid subscriber, you get access to exclusive content, including a mega list of books our readers think you should add to your TBR, and access to community features, including the ability to comment. So during the month of September, this month, all new free subscribers will be entered to win the parable of or rather Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler, plus five mystery books from The Deep Dive. So if you want to enter, simply start a free subscription to The Deep Dive. There is no payment method required. You do not have to make a purchase to enter the giveaway. So if you want to enter, go to bookriot.substack.com. Again, that's bookriot.substack.com. And now let's hear from a sponsor, and we'll go back to school. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read, and I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer, always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. 
Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone, but you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. Eh, she wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. All right, I am back, and my first pick is actually kind of a, you know, detour in a way, but it is the regional offices under attack. This is by Manuel Gonzalez, and it's a book I read a quite a while ago. I think it was published like way back in maybe 2016 or something, thereabouts, um, and I think that this is a book particularly for people, you know, you hear about a lot of people feeling really energized in the fall and I feel that way as well, you know, with the crisp breeze and the cool air and the sun, hopefully as well, still out, um, for enough of the day, but you know, if you find yourself in the doldrums because of the change of seasons. The regional office is under attack, I think is the perfect book to pull you out of it. Because it's a book that is full of adventure, full of action, and full of humor. And this one is an interesting choice for a back-to-school episode because There isn't a school specifically to speak of, but there is an education that happens um, with a young woman named Rose. And Rose is an assassin in training. And I love the stories, and I feel like I have not read enough stories about young women training to become assassins, whether that's going to an assassin school. In this case, it's going to a training program with an organization that is very interesting for all sorts of reasons. This organization is 
going up against a regional office, the titular regional office. So Rose is sent on this mission to attack the regional office. And on the other side of things, there is Sarah, who is kind of like this very administrative administrator. Like you think about office work and Sarah is like the picture of the office worker, except she is not your usual office worker. So we've got the regional office, which is this setting that feels very much like, you know, a regular old company doing regular old things, but actually there is something more um, super powered going on under the surface. And then you've got to look back at Rose's um, recruiting, how she gets into this organization and starts to train as a young assassin and gets to a place where she finally has the opportunity to show what she's learned by way of attacking this regional office. And the book is just like, there are satirical elements to the story. There are superheroes of a sort and supervillains of a sort. And it's really hard to parse who is in which camp, which I love. I love characters that just sort of inhabit that gray area. So my favorite part of the story, really, other than just sort of uh, resonating with Sarah's administrative worky work job because I did that for a long time. But my favorite part of the story was Rose's story. We get a lot of POVs and Rose's was just really interesting to me because I love a, an education story, especially if it's one about the education of an assassin. So just a really fun read if you want to read something a little offbeat, but also really rollicking and fun and adventuresome. That was The Regional Offices Under Attack by Manuel Gonzalez. And my fantasy pick is taking us way, way back. Um, and it's actually a children's book series. And it's called The Worst Witch. And this is a series of books that was both written and illustrated by Jill Murphy. These books I remember gobbling up as a young reader. I must have been in elementary school when I picked up the first book in the series. And at that time, I was really into witch books and... I powered through the whole series. This was back in the day when like a series was like nothing to me. I was happy to just like tear through one in no time. And I did with this series because I really related to the main character who is just this sort of bumbling, um, not so talented 
at first sight student at Miss Cackle's Academy for Witches. So the story follows Mildred Hubble, who is attending this school. It's a school of magic, and she's trying her best, but she's not doing so hot. And she's really, she's like a really earnest character uh, who just wants to do right, but is also a teenager and does all of the teenage things and makes the teenager mistakes You know, um, she's a young woman growing up and she has a couple of friends, but she is also kind of like on the outside all the time. And I remember just this, this was one of those series that contributed to my desire to like go to a boarding school and... You know, even though I knew it wouldn't be a magical boarding school, there would be some magic there somehow. And I would just like inhabit this world that was like Miss Cackle's Academy for Witches. And the book has all of the usual things you might want to find in a series about a bumbling witch. And it does a really good job of really getting to the heart of what it is to be a young person trying their hardest. And it's actually kind of interesting because Jill Murphy, um, when, when you read anything about her history, like you will find out that she literally pulled a lot of the content, a lot of this story from her own life. And her own experiences at school. She started writing this when she was 15, which is like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and so she was able to use like her actual lived experiences to put this book together and kind of create this world and apply magic to it. And it was really, I think, successful in getting to the heart of what it's like to be a young person like that, because it's why the books drew me in in the first place. And I haven't stopped thinking about the series in a long time. I really hope that it stands the test of time. I have not read it in a very, very long time. I probably should give it a reread. But if you do end up reading it and you have any thoughts, let me know about it because I am so curious. So again, that was The Worst Witch by Jill Murphy, and there are eight books in the series for you to explore. And that's it for my back-to-school episode. Um, I hope that, you know, you are in the spirit of fall, and that if you do have to go back to school, whatever school looks like for you, it is not dreary and miserable and is a lot more magical. SFF Yeah! is sound edited by Caitlin Brain. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us, as usual, at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And if you have a moment, please do review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you listen and can review us. Uh, We really appreciate it when you do, and it helps people find us. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Williams. That's S-C-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And I'll talk to y'all next time. 